Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast. podcast. But this is the pub chat edition because I'm drinking. She's drinking tea. Don't and listen so to her. So am I. Mm, it doesn't count. Listen, you want to Irish up that tea? No. And so am I. You want to English up that tea? Is that just putting more tea in it? I assumed it was gin. Oh. Oh, okay. No. And so am I. You want to American up that tea? I imagine that's literally any alcohol whatsoever. What's the, what's the American? What's the go-to American alcohol? Bourbon? I, I my first thought is whiskey. Brandy? No, brandy's beer? French. It's bourbon. Bourbon? Probably. Yeah, German is beer. You put beer in your tea? No, no, no. I just mean like that's their go-to alcohol. Like if oh. you think if you think of like German and alcohol, you think beer, right? Yeah, I guess. Like Belgian, you think of Belgian beer, which is like different beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe IPAs? Are we the IPA people? I, I'm from California, so if, like, out here it's IPAs, but, like, I don't know. We're from the wine country. It would literally be wine. It's IPAs. I refuse and to accept wine, wine as wine an is kind of like tea wine, so... You put leaves in mulled wine? I do sometimes, yes. I put leaves in there. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? If you've got some wine and you want to heat it up, put some leaves in it. There you go. Rock and roll. Uh, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Thank you for participating. <laughs> uh, so, story time first, and then uh, and then we'll get into what we're talking about. So, uh, recently, we have been, and by recently, I mean literally right now, uh, we have been sick. We got the <clears throat> illness. We got the plague um, for the second time. So, uh, I, what I wanted to do was I primarily want, I, I don't like, I don't want to focus on the plague part. That's negligible to me. Um, but what I want to talk about is like witchy and witchy adjacent things <clears throat> that we do when we have the flu, a cold, vague seasonal illness. Now, before we get into that, let me tell you. I am not a doctor. Nor am I. She is not a doctor. If you are listening to me right now, you are not a doctor. If you are, in fact, a doctor and you're listening, you're not a doctor while you're listening. You know what? I revoke your status <laughs> as doctor while you're listening so that way you can fully understand that 0% of the shit we're saying is medical advice. It's just tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. You know what? Tea. Tip and or trick. Drink l warm bevs. Take a steamy shower, unless you can't take a steamy shower. You know, like some people can't take these steamy showers or whatever the heck. You know about this? I don't know about that. No. Yeah, but you know, like, I, like uh, I don't know if like if like you it, like were told this as like a kid or whatever. I don't even know how like deeply this knowledge goes. It's like I don't know something I remember from a kid. But it's like oh, like if you have a cold, like just go take a steamy shower. Yes, I grew right? up in a family where a good bath. I know we're talking about steam showers, right? Because okay, a bath like, is not the same thing. Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. I grew up in a family where like a good bath basically would solve anything. Yeah. You know, it's the, wind um, it's the Windex of your family. I. What? Oh, my goodness. OK, so in my big fat Greek <laughs> wedding, uh, in the movie, my big fat Greek wedding, her family <coughs> uses Windex. Her dad just like applies Windex to everything. As a cleaner. No, no, it's like a cure all. Like at one point in time, the guy gets like a bug bite or something, and he's like, "Ah, well, so Windex will fix that," and just like spritz some Windex on it. Oh my god, that's it's horrifying. like a it's like a running joke in the in okay. the movie. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I, I definitely did not remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's funny. I love that movie, by the way. It's such a funny movie. 
I, uh, but yeah, it's yeah, your family's I grew Windex. up in a family where our like cure all was like a good bath, and for being sick, like a steam bath or like a steam shower was also a thing. Sure, we were not a put your head over a pot with a towel on your head, like that oh kind of a steam, yeah, yeah. Thing. You're not crocodile like, Dundee up in here, bro. like I like the idea of that, but like crocodile it feels too, like whatever. so much work. I would rather just take a, a really long shower <laughs> you know i i don't think that i've ever i mean like as a child maybe i did because like i don't remember what the fuck happened but like uh like i never remember like putting my head over like a steamy bowl of some shit no we never we never did like, that. that seems a complicated um, you know so for me definitely taking like a good like steam shower which i have definitely done during yeah. this bout of illness um definitely helps and i don't know if it's like uh you know i i don't know what kind of like medical effects that may have but i think it's supposed to like it helps loosen my everything soul. up yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah. helps my soul a lot and uh that's kind of the thing that matters like a good bowel button a proper application of steam is required yes exactly. yeah steamy shower steamy shower is definitely one of those ones for me um like definitely 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 when i take a bands. steam shower i like to try to like uh visualize the gunk coming out of my lungs so i can like cough it out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i do use a bit of like visualization for that yeah. i know it's like super popular to like grab a thing of eucalyptus and like hang it from your shower but i, I have not this. done that i don't know about this i oh, know yeah. i know that you can make you can get these like these like they, they, dude they yeah. look like urinal pucks to me so in my <laughs> mind i'm like you can get the sick time shower urinal pucks that's fully the way they're categorized in my head by the way it's like if you're ill you can get like a shower ill puck like urinal puck for your sickness and you put that in the shower and i don't know it goes away or something yeah. i genuinely have never used so, one nor have i ever held one in my hand so i don't oh, know what they are so in my mind it's just a urinal puck that vanishes with the power of shower i mean it kind of <laughs> is right so i mean basically what those are or they're called like shower melts and you basically just like mix essential oils sure. and um coconut oil and usually like baking soda but sometimes people do it with just coconut oil um and then you just like put that on the floor of your shower while you're taking a shower uh, you know, this is what i'm gonna do and then I'm, gonna I'm, gonna inter I'm gonna interrupt this message for breaking news fucking do not do that because that is asking for you to turn around and slip in that shower. That's how you fall and, and slip, and, right? And hurt yourself. Like bro. I like the idea of that, but I yeah, don't I didn't know like... that. It, like it was just like greasy. Yeah, it's just greasy. Yeah, it's just greasy. No, I'm not gonna. Do um, that. I, 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 like I like the idea. Unless you idea have, I guess, it, the right number but... of ducks or other sundry uh, shower stickers. Were you like, did your family oh, have like no. ducks we or not, other shower stickers? We did not do shower stickers. Or one of those silly mats that suction cup to the floor of the shower and is like gross? No, we did not. We're, do we're not really that. those people. I we think my mother family. maybe had ducks or something. No, no, that was never us. Not the stickers, not the not the stickum things. No, yeah. we, we never did that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we I, just, I, we I just uh, let Jesus take the wheel of the shower and rock and yeah, roll or whatever. Much. So yeah, I mean like the shower pucks are cool and you can like use those with like a bunch of, you know, there's like a bunch of different recipes for them but also i'm just like well you shouldn't be putting like just oil <laughs> down your drains yeah, either um, seems, so, so like uh, to me that's a no-go because of the practicality of it but like if that's something that y'all are interested in as long as you're being safe 
go for it. You yeah. can always like take the herbs or the essential oils scents and like apply your correspondences to them if you want. I like a bag of leaves hung off the shower head. Yeah, but from a practical standpoint, I feel like that's the best option. That is so the the eucalyptus like, thing shit is like people like taking basically like a bouquet of a eucalyptus and like hanging it from the shower yeah. and I just I just I just don't get it because I'm just like Okay, so it's just going to make the plant this, like, dried floral, like, wet. And then it's going to get gross. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait. What do you, what do you string it up? You're not using, like, fresh? You're not, like, going and hunting a, a, well, a tree? Are, I mean, are you throwing out this bouquet every time? Like, that just seems like... I don't know. I it seems like I've a lot never of done resources. This, so I don't know. Also, maybe don't be buying your eucalyptus from the the floral department or like, you know, home goods place, because those have generally been heavily doused in um, pesticides. So don't do that. Uh, and we have like bay trees outside and I've thought about doing that. But every sure. time I think about doing that, I'm just like, oh my God, that's so much work. We're from I'm just around here. We could go that. on a hike and collect some eucalyptus if we had to. Oh yeah, I know that. So. But And bay would basically work the same way. And sure. it's like literally right outside our front door. That's true. We and the back those. door. That's and true. the, the all larder, doors and all, windows. Right outside. Yeah, they're right outside, everywhere. All yeah. everywhere. A huge tree right above our house. Uh, so like I, every time I think think about that i'm just like this seems first of all impractical second of all like uh, a lot of work and third of all like i'm absolutely gonna forget about it the second i leave that shower and then we're just gonna have a gross bouquet hanging i mean i guess it's just shower. like it's like a flower bouquet but upside down in your shower i'm i'm kind of here for this conceptually I'm not. I'm, I'm not entirely it, against it. I'm kind of But it. it just it feels like a lot of work. Maybe we'll try it this week. Maybe we'll, we, maybe we'll try as it. we recover from this plague. As we recover from, <clears> from <throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm other than like a other than like a little bit of a remnant cough. I'm pretty done already. But my body is also just death destroyer of fucking illness. No, so no. I man, uh, I, I, I recover like unnaturally fast from these things you do you do yeah. and i don't especially yeah. especially this this uh particular this, one this cupola plague um it's pretty bad because i don't have a sense of smell or taste and that is awful mm. um it is just the yeah, worst I've, I've, I've never really uh. suffered from the from the like extreme loss of those things i'm able to taste that beer perfectly fine and i'm out of it and sad but um, yeah, uh, but I'm also I've also got like mental fatigue and um, yeah. like brain fog, that sort of thing. Yeah. But I do have a cough. So I have been I have been drinking some like nicely structured teas. Yeah, for I think that. that like herbal tea is like definitely one of my go to's. I mean, like in reality, just like fucking regular green tea. But like a nice herbal tea is like so nice. When you've got like the flu or a cold or whatever. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the difference between a flu and a cold is. One of them is guts and one of them is sinuses. And I know that. The what flu is, it? is guts. You starve a flu and drown a cold. Oh drown a flu, starve a cold. No. Throttle a, a, a flu in the neck in an alleyway and and give a cold some cement shoes. No. Put them in a bay. No. You want to try that again? Have his cousin Vinny stab him in the face with a soldering iron? No, I don't know, dog. Starve a fever, feed a cold. Ah, none of those are flus. That is correct. Starve a fever, feed a cold. 
Yeah, at least that's the way that I've always heard it. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. There might be there might be other different. There, it might be different. Well, if I'm else. sick, I'm just not going to eat. Full stop. I lose the capacity for hunger, so I'm just like not hungry until I'm healthy, and then I'm like ravenously hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want like Bev. That is true. That is what you do. That's yeah. all. All I want is Bev, and that Bev needs to be tea, water, or coffee. Like mostly those three Bevs. I don't even want like like soda. I'm like a Coca Cola drinker. Uh, down with Pepsi, Coca Cola forever. Empire of Coca Cola. Um, but uh, <laughs> I like don't even want a soda until I'm like most of the way healthy. Mm. You know, I like primarily am just like like. Hot coffee, because I always want hot coffee, like, every waking moment of my life. I want just, like, hot black coffee. It's my favorite flavor. Um, or, like, a nice tea. Uh, but even that, most of the time that tea is I just want, like, green tea. Yeah. You know? Like, something simple. Or you tell me, I don't feel good. Make me a tea. And then I'm like, okay. It just make me just, whatever, and then just, just make me weird hot leaf happens. juice, bro. Just, just make me weird hot leaf juice. Weird. At the beginning of this particular illness, I you had asked me to make tea, and I was like, okay, what do you want? And you were like, I don't know, green tea, something. So I put together green tea, fennel seed, black pepper, hyssop, and chamomile. Mm. I don't know if that was good or not. I I cannot. I could not taste it. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I couldn't smell it either. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I've learned about um, about herbalism and magic specifically, because I really am fascinated by herbalism, and am working towards I'm forever working towards a certificate with herbalism. When do we get more time so I have time to finish the things that I've started? Um, is uh, that a lot of times the like herbal effects that you would be getting out of something are very similar to and oftentimes like supported by related to or like further enforced by their magical correspondences totally sure yeah Yeah, totally 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 it never ceases to amaze me so uh that's 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 what i made you and then what i made me for this for this illness was uh rooibos tea because of its anti-inflammatory properties uh and some hyssop some fennel and cinnamon and ginger and clove yeah ginger is always good when you've got the ill yeah and a lot of these ones uh, first of all if you are allergic to to ragweeds um maybe don't go to town on the chamomile tea or yarrow tea if you have that available to you because if you are allergic to the ragweeds then chamomile and yarrow are vaguely related and may actually make your um allergies a little bit worse uh and if you are a lady folk or someone possessing a, a a uterus space um you should also be careful about Literal space sounds like <laughs> someplace Dr. Strange visits while he's on his multiverse of madness. A little bit. Yeah. You know? Um Also be careful <laughs> about the amount of any sort of yarrow or uh, hyssop or fennel or licorice that you're taking. Um, another one of my favorites is throat coat tea. And that has a lot of licorice in it. A lot of the like cold teas have licorice in them or fennel in them. And if you um, sort of, 
over ingest those particular things, not so much as a food. Like if you're really into eating fennel bulbs, have at it. But like as far as teas go, because you're generally looking at a slightly more concentrated thing without all of the extra bits and bobs um, that you'd be getting from eating something sort of like as a as a vegetable. Sure. Um, be careful with those uh, as a, a uterine space, uh, because that may cause an everyone out moment at an unscheduled time. And trust me, you do not want that. Mm. Yeah, you were telling me about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our our bodies they're a they're a mystery and a nightmare and also a blessing. Um, who well, knows? that's fine. Medical science is <laughs> medical science does not understand. Sometimes, so yeah. I generally pick the teas that I drink during an illness based on the um, herbal correspondences. You know, like ah, oh, this one is good for getting mucus out or this one is good for reducing inflammation or this one is good for reducing viral load or this one's good for a cough and then i will generally look up the magical correspondences of those herbs when i make it so that i can kind of like help out there and when i'm looking at like magical correspondences for when I or someone that I am helping is sick because i've often made tea blends for people who we know are um are sick uh, I will um, sort of put that extra zhuzh into there for it. And what I'm looking for is I'm looking for cleansing. I'm looking for healing. I'm looking for protection. I'm looking for energy. Uh, and those are really sort of the main pieces that I look for as far as correspondences go for healing. Um, I find that sort of getting all of those pieces uh, together are really helpful. And also enhancing, you know, things that are enhancers like, um, like sweeteners, like honey, like sugar, that definitely helps the medicine go down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and honey's like incredibly good, like bonkers good for you. Yeah. And also uh, peppers, which is also considered like an enhancer. It helps to make it go faster. Like capsaicin Like stuff. capsaicin stuff. Yeah. Um, like adding a little bit of spice to stuff when you're sick, I find helps me and helps Even others when you're not as well. Sick, it helps everything. Spice. He who controls the spice controls the universe. <laughs> we just watched that movie and uh, I'm hooked. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. We will have a pub chat specifically about Dune at some point in time. Yes. I just didn't want to have that one right now today. Yeah. <laughs> no. Plus, this is a bit more topical for us. Um, you know, and like, hopefully we can give you some like advice or whatever. Like, okay. So like away from herbalism and like Bev's or snacks or anything like that. Like we'll get back to those, right? Like what is a what is like a purely magical practice you perform when you're like ill? Regardless of type of illness, like this doesn't like that doesn't necessarily matter. And again, this is not instead of doctors and medicine and adults. Um I know that right now in America at least, I don't know about where y'all are from. But in America, we have this, like, I'm going to call it a kink. We have this kink in America right now today where motherfuckers don't want to listen to professionals in a (coughs) field. You know, like when a doctor says, ah, we should do this or like this is a thing. And these motherfuckers think that, like, because some asshole on YouTube said it, that person is more important than the doctor. Uh, I do not participate in this hallucination that is like running rampant through the minds of Americans. But um, like it's an addition, 
right? It's like a it's like a bonus thing, you know, wearing your oh, favorite not, shirt. Not or what do you do while you're sick instead of you know proper medical care, but like perhaps to augment it. Well, it's just it's just like what's like a magical thing you do when you're sick. I'll give you an example. So I am a large proponent of meditation. I always have been a large proponent of meditation. And when I am sick, I meditate a lot. Mm. Right? Uh, if you listen to this podcast, often you hear me talk about micro meditation or um, the like. I, I feel that like the capacity to like, like for instance, uh, when you're like, sick and you have like a headache right like take the stuff that you need to take to not have a headache and like don't suffer and like keep an eye on your temperature and like all the like basic medicine stuff but also if you're like just uncomfortable because you're sick that's a fantastic opportunity to apply what you've learned through regular meditation to those moments in order to allow yourself to let go of discomfort, right? Like, I and I don't even just do this when I'm sick. Like, I have a terrible back because I lift things in a jerky, twisty motion, motion like an absolute fucking asshole. Uh, I am very aware of the fact that it is my own fault. And at the same time, if this is a get stuff done right now moment and we don't have time to be lifting things correctly, then I will 100% one arm some shit out of a pit like a psychopath. Uh, it's fine. I know what I've done to me. Uh, I, I, I set sail on this boat, so don't worry where it's going. But like when my back hurts really, really, really bad, uh, meditation is one of the, one of the like moments I use, um, one of the like applicable things that I use in order to like, not necessarily overcome, but be less affected by my incredible writhing back pain, <laughs> you know, as mm -hmm. an example. So like what like this like most recent like you know weekend when I was uh, un unwell right one of the things that I did was like just make sure to like make time to just like meditate right and of course with practice you kind of learn to like empty the self right and still like do stuff right it's like um it's like this meditative state where it's like, I know that I have a headache and I'm exhausted and I feel like shit. But like at the same time, like I got to get up and go to the bathroom or I, I need to get some a bev to drink or whatever. So I'm just like get up and like kind of find that center and then move with that center. Like that, that like sort of like open emptiness, you know, that like letting go of thoughts. That's not not thinking. It's letting go of thoughts. It's unasking the question of participation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that as an example. So I, I think hmm, this is interesting. I, I hadn't really thought about this before. I don't particularly do any magical stuff when I'm sick. Mm -hmm. I don't do <clears throat> like I may leave an offering um, and that's just like, please, please help. <laughs> Please help me feel better. I don't necessarily leave anything special or like invoke anyone special, but I can definitely see where invoking a particular healing deity would be helpful if that's like a, a vibe for you. Um, but I don't. Hades, if you're melodramatic. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hades, speed up my transition to your land. Um, I don't know why I have that accent. <laughs> you know, because of all those, I don't know why all those southern way, bells well known for their worship of Hades. <laughs> Listen, it would make the uh, uh it, it would make uh, so, <laughs> American the American South significantly more interesting. That's all I'm gonna put out there. So I don't really I don't really have anything that I like consciously do. Like I, I like I said, sometimes I'll leave a offering, um, but I generally don't do magical stuff when I'm sick. And that's because for me when I'm sick, it's using up a lot of a lot of brain spoons, uh, a lot of brain power. And um, you know, like we talk about, you know, after you do a magical thing, have a snack, um, take a rest, take a break before you do your next thing so that you can recover. And I love Look at doing magical stuff when I'm feeling ill as being under, you know, un, as as like as bonusly taxing. Yeah, as like extra taxing. Like, mm. like it's not. It's not that I can't do it. It's not that I won't do it. It's not that it's oh, it's so hard. Uh, but it's just that I don't find that that helps me because I'm not on my like best game. I'm not at my most perceptive. I'm not at my most persuasive, and I'm not able to visualize nearly as well. However, that being said, there are some things that I notice happen to me, um, I want to say subconsciously, but really is <laughs> the, the idea here is there are some things that happen um, from a magical perspective to me while I am sick that I am not necessarily controlling. Yeah, that backwards uh, crawling up on the roof or whatever that yeah, is from. Yeah, definitely that. Uh... <laughs> definitely that. <laughs> Uh, the, pose- the possession from every possession yeah, you've yeah. ever seen yeah every movie um, possession somebody gotta crawl backwards on a wall or else it's not a real possession bro fake possessions sometimes I just skitter yeah sometimes you gotta <laughs> skitter or whatever was that a spider walk crab walk whatever that's called whatever <laughs> I mean it depends on which one you're doing they're different ones so things that I notice happen to me more often is yes I do sort of slip into a meditative state more often but that's usually you're just slipping in and out of unconsciousness yeah I'm is just that what you're talking about <laughs> I'm just sort of slipping in and out of uh, not not consciousness but like into a meditative state because like when I am sick and I did not always do this but I have found that this helps me greatly when I am sick is to just not do anything I know that sounds so simple but for me it's really hard y'all it is bro I mean if you've been with us for a while um you better be subscribed first of all um but if you've been with us for a while like you know how many things that we do uh you know we have a lot of stuff that we do professionally we have a lot of stuff that we do personally we have a lot of interests all of our friends tell us they have no idea how we do all the stuff that we do and quite frankly we we don't even do i mean i don't even think i'm doing enough as a as a as a gifted and talented adult (laughs) youth who turned into an adult yeah um so gifted child so for me the name of the game that i have discovered when i am feeling under the weather is to just not do anything Mm, i don't almost like rest it is like all those doctors but i'm but not only that i'm not doing i'm not reading uh, a thing that I used to always do when I was sick as a kid. Um, uh, books. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't read. I don't go on my phone. I don't do social media when I'm sick. I don't do any of that stuff when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I don't game when I'm sick. All the only thing that we that I will do is I will watch stuff. I will watch something on TV, sure. and that's fine because I'm just I the way I look at it is just an input, but I don't have to like think about it. So I generally try to prefer things that I don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to stuff that I've seen a bunch of times stuff that I can nap 
while I'm watching that sort of thing. So for me, I do find that I slip into a meditative state there because you're sort of the, the goal for me when I am sick and I'm just doing that intake thing is to just clear my mind. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm letting all the fuel in my body do the thing to fight the sickness. And I'm not using extra fuel to power the brain to do thinky stuff. Um, so yeah, I try to, I try to not do that. Um, also she's very bad at not doing it though, by the by. Mm. Yeah. The, the number of times I had to tell, she would like get up and start doing a thing. And I'm like, what are you fucking doing, bro? And she's like, well, but like, and like, like whatever, a couple of days ago, she was like, well, but we need to make bread. And I was like, we have bread. We don't need more bread right now. Like inevitably, will we need bread? Yes. But that seems like several days from now us. So. And several days from now us, which is current us, don't have any bread. Yeah. Well, we still like are. Is the bread sitting in the thing ready to be baked? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Th- no rush. He's got me. Yeah. He's got me. We don't need that stuff. <coughs> you just yeah. got to like do nothing. I don't like. I understand that when I say you got to do nothing, I'm also like... You're also the worst at this. I am also still like gaming and like surfing yeah. the internet. Yeah, you're also doing the worst Doing that kind of this. stuff. But also, I, I don't get the same kind of sick. Yeah, we, we get sick in very different ways. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, and that's then the other true. thing that happens to me when I am sick is I... When I sleep, my brain is like, you aren't going to have fever dreams. No, 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 no. You are going to go and visit the astral plane. And you're just going to, like, wander about. You're going to visit the Akashic Records. How about you check out a library book that's somebody else's life? And then you live through that, like, a few times while you're sleeping. So I find that when I am feeling under the weather, the ability to get to and access the Akashic Records and the astral plane is, like, so much easier to do. Uh, and I don't entirely understand why, because I, well, and I'm definitely not controlling any of this. (laughs) It's definitely melodrama. That's all. When I'm sick, it's it's always melodrama. melodrama. (laughs) It's all melodrama when I'm sick. Um, no, I just, I, I have this like ability to like much more easily access those states of, of being and consciousness than I do when I am awake. And I think it's just because I have basically been spending the last however many days or hours trying not to think about anything, essentially doing meditation. And then my body is like, since we're here, whoop. Uh, so I generally have some that. pretty wild uh, experiences while I'm dream while I'm dreaming during during sick time, uh, but not in a fever dream sort of a way. Sure, sure. sure and sure. oftentimes, well, I think a fever dream is like a very distinctly it separate. Is a, it is a very. I've had thing. fever dreams. These are not fever dreams. Mm. Uh, and then the last thing that happens is um, I just, I find that we have a tendency to watch stuff that is very like sort of mm, consciousness reaffirming or like mind bending or like world shifting uh, when, um, when we're, when, when I'm, when we're sick, when I'm sick. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of like, Sort of like mind takes me a little bit, you know, like when you like watch something or you read something or you, you know, experience some sort of uh, a fictional thing and you're just like, wow, can this be my whole personality? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. When you just get mind took by a thing. When you are, you know, you like leave a movie and you're like, this is 
shifted for me. Like yeah. a, like the easiest way I can explain it, as, which is like super dating me as an elder millennial, is like I remember getting out of the theater, seeing a variety of different movies, but The Matrix for the first time. And I was just like, whoa, that was a lot. Um. <laughs> is that date? And that's not, I mean, like when did The Matrix come out? 97, 99? 99, I think. Yeah. That's not that long ago, bro. I mean, it's like 30 years ago, but like, that's not like that Ugh. long ago. Ugh. Whatever. It's like 24 Ugh. years ago. I was, I was in high school. Um, so, uh, I was not in high school. so like, you know, like something like that. Like I find that we t- have a tendency to find something that like hits me on like a really deep yeah. psychological and emotional and sometimes spiritual level. When Most we're of sick. the time that's because I've already recovered enough. And listen, my go-to especially when I'm sick, but essentially at any given moment, but especially when I'm sick is like, let's watch something that requires a tremendous amount of thinking or that doesn't require very much thinking. But like later on, you're going to think back about that shit and you're going to be like, I don't like that. I just learned a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like the thing that we watched while I was sick was, um, and we're still watching it, it's still coming out, is a playthrough from one of our favorite YouTubers, uh, Jesse Cox. That is the Alan Wake 2 game. And Alan Wake 2 is a whole insane rabbit hole of like metaphysical, multiversal, bringing your intentions into real life kind of a situation. It's uh, at the mouth of madness given. Yeah. In the mouth of madness given the absolute yes and somebody watched at yeah. the mouth of madness and or it was ghost just like, rider what if, what if we just yes and the ever-living shit out of this into a horror yeah. game and then we also watched <laughs> the new dune which is just visually stunning uh and is also very well made so yeah. like you know it's been a it's been a pretty a pretty metaphysical Moa plague for me religious war yeah yeah uh, yeah, the new Dune is fantastic. So we watched that. Great. We're, uh, the this this uh, Alan Wake. I never played any of the Alan Wake games. I didn't play the first one. I didn't play the Nightmare. I didn't play Control, which I know is part of the. Universe. It's something that's always been like on our list, and we've never gotten around to it. And because we needed something, and now I have that to buy like, the first fucking yeah. game. And well, and because it, we bro. needed something that was both. Uh, like a long, like, like stretch, a lo- like long form content, long form lo- content that I could sort of like flip in and out of consciousness. Yeah. For that's just happened. You to just like it. nap through or whatever. Yeah. And we've been meaning to watch it because he was already like seven episodes in, and these episodes are like an hour and a half long. Or whatever. yeah. So it was like perfect. Um, and we're also doing um. Like recently, we started just a few days ago, but we're also doing Avatar, the last Airbender, the last Airbender, the uh, the actual show, yeah. <laughs> not the nightmare. Uh, and you know what we're talking about, um, because you had never seen that before. That is correct. Which is which is a whole emotional journey for you. This Those is... episodes do not fuck around, bro. Uh, I I I was literally in tears in the, the Appa episode. In the both in the Appa episode where we were like looking at his like his time that was lost and also the one where we get the picnic thing with uncle Iroh. Oh my Where goodness. we find him out of his son. Yeah. Uncle, oh, uncle Iroh. Yeah. Best human that's ever lived. Good cup of tea. Let me tell you what, problems. watching these as an adult is, is wild. Uh, and I'm, I'm so, I, I, the best way I can say it is like, I get the hype now. Like I was never like a, I was never like a doubter. Like I never had issues with the show. You it just, just never watched it. It came out at a time when I didn't have access to TV and when I was of an age where I thought I was too cool for stuff like this. So I no wouldn't, such thing. so I wouldn't have, no s- such thing. 
freaked it out. If you think you're too cool for a thing, guess what? Not cool enough for it. That's what you learned. I'm just going to, this applies to all things. (laughs) All right. Always. This is like, this is, this is just one of those like, like, like moments of conscious maturity is the realization that as, as children, we were like, that's not cool. And now as an adult, you're like, I mean, but that's kind of dope though, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right? No, I just, I, I just, I never got into it. My brother was really into it and he was watching it as it was coming out. But mm, like, mm. it just was not something that I was like. Hype on. That, it's not something that, uh, that like fell into my lap. Sure, sure. And totally, so totally. I just sort of like didn't do it, well, but I've been like, have, like aware of the or some shit. No. You would have had to like get it online or some nonsense. I mean, like I watched that shit when it first came. I've probably seen Avatar all the way through like five fucking times, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm a hundred percent. Like, I don't know precisely when it came out relative to my age because I have like no internal sense of time. Uh, but when it came out, I was there a hundred percent, but I've also always been a cartoons person. Like, I understand that it's I have too. like yeah. anime, which is kind of different, but like, to me, like, who cares? Watch cartoons. Have a good time. Yeah. These, no, this, I mean, this, I've like, this like adult too, sure. concept that like cartoons are for children and not for adults. No. See, I, I no, think, I think I very early, like at a very, very young age, learned that that's bullshit by watching, uh, um, heavy metal, heavy metal at like a very, very young age Same. and just being like, Oh, cartoons are for everybody. I understand. Like that might be a cartoon for children, but like cartoons in general, it's just a style. Well, and for me, my favorite, you know, my it's favorite. It's like comedies uh, aren't just for like haha funny people. Yeah. You know, well, okay, we're back at it. Uh, the bloody camera overheated again. I, whatever. Camera's, sorry. Camera's got a camera. Who knows what that is? Yeah. What story are anyway, you telling? Uh, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a person who grew up in like the Human early child. 80s, uh, like early to mid 80s, there was still a lot of like animated stuff that was not particularly for kids oh like my, my favorite movie yes. of what? all time <laughs> and, and like, the 80s were like the best and like for that. first thing <clears throat> that i remember becoming obsessed with is nausicaa Va- uh, valley I mean, of the would wind that, would that would that be not for children not for children I, I mean here's the thing i'm not gonna say it's not for children sure. but what i am gonna say is it's not only for children. That's that's the problem that I think we get with this animation. Thing, oh, it's like family, is not for kids or or for kids. And no, no, it's 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 the same nuance that you for have with with movies. Sure. I don't know that. I mean, I guess Nausicaa is for all ages. Like it's got some pretty messed up things, uh, like concepts associated with it. But uh, <laughs> like, there's literally that. like animal torture in it. Oh, I um, guess sure. Yeah, it's kind of dark. So it's got like some dark concepts. I don't know, I'm a terrible judge of that stuff. But so also like that, like heavy metal, for instance not for children. Mm-mm. That's a, that's like a, that's like a rated R kind of thing happening there. Yeah. Right. And like Disney, that's rated G. So like kids and others and stuff yeah. like that. But then you well, have like some, that, some that sort of like mid range PG, like PG or PG 13. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like you can't, you can't condense that animation, like cartoons argument to just for kids, not for kids. Yeah. Uh, even though those two things both exist. Well, yeah, that's like the, that's like the like smooth standard convo. Yeah. So it's like cartoons are for kids and you're just like, all right, dog. Well, 
Yeah, so like, like a lot of cartoons with boobies, with bro. So maybe you should take that back a couple Scooby-Doo of notches. Scooby Doo and She Ra and He Man and Transformers and Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. But I also grew up watching like Nausicaa and heavy metal. Maybe, maybe not the best choice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. Heavy metal's gangster. So. And the like Ralph Bakshi ones, like Lord of the Rings. I also grew up watching Disney stuff. Like it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, um, it's all movies. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all stuff yeah. for me. So like, um, I don't, I don't even remember why we're talking about, um, animated stuff. Oh, a- Avatar. Yeah. Um, it's pretty amazing. And watching it as an adult is pretty wild. Um, because like, I don't have the nostalgia associated with it that like a lot of people my age do, <clears throat> but I am fully in love with this show and I am having an absolutely amazing time watching it without having nostalgia associated with it. And it's like a very philosophical show and it has a lot of magic in it. Like a lot of the principles of magic that they talk about with bending, like completely makes sense with modern day magical practices sure. and even ancient magical practices. Totally, totally. So it's not just like, oh, it's a kid's thing. Ooh. You're like, no, there's there's real substance. Uh, it's a real there. fucking adult show when you think about it. It covers a, a several like pretty like heavy hitter sort of things. So I completely get that. Uh, and like, to, I know we're like <coughs> so totally off topic at this point in time. But, like, I think that another one of those sort of, like, practical and it can be magical in the manner in which it helps things that you can do when you're sick is, like, have those shows, right? It's a comfort show or whatever, right? You know, whether that's, like, a new thing that you're watching because it's in, like, a category or style that you're into or if it's like the thing that you always watch when you're, we always watch this movie when we're a kid and we're sick or whatever, you know? Yeah. You always watch Aladdin or something. Um, So I definitely think that that's part of it. I mean, I think in the grand scheme of things, like the sort of like the best practice is one of like nothingness, right? Um, <clears throat> I, I definitely, like this time, I really wasn't sick for very long, but like... Um, for me, it was like mostly meditation. Sometimes I do magic when I'm sick. Sometimes I don't. It's entirely dependent on like, I don't know, whatever I'm vibing on. I don't really like set schedules or purpose like that. I just kind of like do whatever I feel like doing whenever I feel like doing it, like whatever. And just kind of like chill through that stuff, you know, like I'm still like, I'm like 99% recovered, but like definitely not a hundo pasundo. And I was outside for like four hours in the pouring rain and just like a t-shirt. Uh, like chopping wood and like moving redwood chips and stuff like that. Cause I was just like, yeah, I want to do this right now. I'm just going to do this. Right. Had my audio book in, got to work, uh, sort of a thing. So like definitely take care of yourself. Um, listen to doctors. They went to college for this purpose and some asshole on the internet didn't. That's self-evident. Um, also religious leaders didn't don't listen to them for fucking medical advice. Um, I just, we're just going to put that out there since like apparently a bunch of people need to hear that. But yeah, I, you know, I mean, I guess <clears throat> kind of the thing that I was trying to talk about with these things and like to go over was just sort of that, like, like kind of low key, you know, it's that like making mundane shit magical, right? Like you're never going to not like, 
you're always going to get like the flu or the cold or the stomach bug or whatever your particular colloquialism is for it, like at some point in time. And so like, what can you do that is both mundane and also magical? You know, it's like rest. But also, if you're resting, like, find those opportunities to meditate. Meditation's a type of resting. It's a specific type of resting, but it's just a type of resting, right? Or, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, find entertainment that, like, you know, you vibe with. Maybe when you're when you're down and out and, and ill, that's a great time to, like catch up on a backlog of uh, YouTube videos or a backlog of podcasts <coughs> or like start that show you've been meaning to start for the better part of 20 years and have not watched all the way through yet or something to that extent, you know, because like those are the like you you kind of have the time. And especially nowadays when we have such small amounts of time because we have so many things vying for our attention, like take advantage of those things. Also, if you are ill, stay home from work. I understand that that is not always an opportunity that people can take. I understand that we live in a capitalistic hellscape that requires you to work 9 million hours a week or whatever. Because, like, I don't know, whatever. Rich people need another yacht or some fucking bullshit like that. Because the machine must produce. Yeah, right? Because we just need to, like, consume and produce. And if you're not consuming or producing, then you don't have value in an economy based on bullshit and lies. But yeah. but um, anyway, this is not a... We're not, we don't need yeah. to get on that soapbox. We're not, it's a big uh, we're soapbox. We're definitely not... And I don't need a tinfoil which is judging or shaming anybody who is not able to stay oh, home Oh, yeah, if you can't sick, stay home yeah. because, like, situations, then you but can't you stay can, home because of situations. Please like, that's, try and do That's entirely self-dependent, right? But, like... Uh, if you have the opportunity, if your company offers sick leave or whatever everybody calls it, cause it's always different. Um, like take that opportunity and take the time to rest. And if you do not have somebody in or around you, who's willing to tell you to shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down, then like set an alarm on your phone that goes off every three or four hours that just says, are you sitting down right now, bro? Or send him a DM. He's great. I, I will fucking remind yeah. you to sit down and not do stuff. Bro. Yeah. I'm very pro being lazy. Like, I'm the first person that's going to do, like, a bonkersly large task at an inopportune time for no reason whatsoever. Uh, because my energy levels are all over the fucking place. But, like, <clears throat> I'm also the first person that's going to be like, what are you doing? Sit down. We're watching TV right now. Just sit yeah. down and watch TV. I grew up in a like sit down and watch tv time period Mm. and so just sit down and watch tv Uh, like i know that the robot the box that steals your soul is crying out for attention but sometimes you just put that shit down bro yeah you just put that face down you do not put that smartwatch on yeah you leave just like leave it alone you know what yeah don't if you're sick and you're in bed in your bedroom leave the phone like on the dresser drawers. You should have access to it just in case. But like, leave the phone on the dresser drawers. Put it on silent or whatever the heck people do for that stuff. I I am I am a phone loser. I I often just like don't know where my phone is. <laughs> I've left it outside just like until 10 o'clock at night and been like, where's my phone? We're gonna like sit down and relax. What's happening? Where is it? And then I like like go outside and it's just like magneted to the side of my car, and I'm like, oh. That's fun. 
glad that we don't have anybody who's roving the fucking neighborhood or whatever. I mean, we live in the woods, so if anybody's going to steal my phone, it's going to be a deer, and oof, that guy's going to get bloody RKO'd out of nowhere. They might, though. Those I'm going to German suplex a fucking deer. That asshole keeps eating my plants. But um, <laughs> my small war with the local deer population aside, um, yeah, like, try and try and meditate, or at least facilitate a place where within you are exemplifying meditative practices, right? Like disconnect, unask, just take in, don't output. Like let those things flow past you. And if you have like nothing else to do or watch, put on some music, put on some classical. I'm like, a, I love classical music pretty ferociously. Um, or like opera. You know what? If you haven't done it, listen to an opera. Right, they're they're all over the place. Uh, there's a um, there's a uh, German uh, playhouse that does the Barber of Seville. That's like kind of crazy. Everybody's wearing like bright white, and it's like kind of like like modern nouveau styling or whatever. It's like two hours long on YouTube. Just like find that shit and like watch that. You don't also, have to listen to it or read it. Just like just like uh, participate in the in the like raw absorption of novel data you yeah know? yeah and if you're looking for something free and on youtube there's also firebringer which is a musical about cave people so if y'all have seen the gif that's like i don't really want to do the work today i don't want to do the work today that's from that yeah um and we it's watched fun. it and it's fantastic yeah find so. a find a new youtuber who has a three-hour uh video about um bloody you know, whatever theme park or yeah, find somebody deep, who does deep analysis deep, of a thing, deep long form content. You know what? Of I, your I, niche. I can't, I can't not suggest this. Maybe, maybe listen to some Alan Watts. Listen to one of his lectures. Listen to some Ram Dass. Right. Uh, find find one of the existentialists or 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 uh, philosophizers of YouTube and just listen to them. You don't have to subscribe. You know, I mean, you don't have to necessarily subscribe. I would recommend that you do uh, if you find somebody that you enjoy. But like, listen to a video. Let me tell you, bro, the number of times we've been like, we're bored or not feeling great. We're just going to surf the YouTube and then like slam cut to 12 hours later. And we're over here, tinfoil hats, just like this guy's on to something, man. Like <laughs> subscribe right now. Like yeah, that the kind amount of, shit. of the amount of like niche essay based channels that we subscribe to oh my god is, it's so it's many bro it's most it's so many it's and some of these are like one youtube video a year people <laughs> yeah bro some of these people are like i'm pumping out three times a week and some of these people are like i got one every six to nine months dead max but it's gonna be like a five hour video and you are gonna get out of this video just like shattered yeah, ask us, ask us about Evermore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ask us about Evermore <laughs> yeah. Park. But yeah, so I mean, like, what do you guys do? Whether it's both, whether it's a it's a it's a mundane practice or it's a magical practice when you're sick or ill or or under the weather or I mean, e even sad emotions is a kind of sick. So like a kind of unwell. So like, you know, if you, even if you, it's not like a physical illness, but like a mental illness, you know, like um, you're feeling down and out or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, like, what do you guys do for that kind of stuff? I mean, my default is always like meditation and, a, and like tea or coffee. But 
Uh, I'm 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 that person. Clearly, yeah, you are. It's okay. It's okay. Now, before we end, there's yes. one last thing that we oh have to my talk goodness, about. yeah, I forgot that we had talked about this before, and we uh, did. I, I told you I was gonna forget like 12 seconds into this. So it is. Episode. If you're listening to this, of course, when this comes out, it is approaching that time of year. What time of year is it? Bat time of year. What? Batman. What? I don't know. It's same bat channel, same bat place, same bat time. I assume that bat time is the thing that we're approaching. I knew that no matter what I did, you were not going to give me the answer that like we needed. Um, so I was just like, let's find out what pure insanity is so, going to come out of my head. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, it is almost time for our three year podcast anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Triversary. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that that works. This is where we yes. take on the Sea King. <laughs> we gonna beat up Ariel's dad? What? No. Why would we do that? Because his name is Trident. Oh my God! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Even though technically Aquaman uses a pentadent, so whatever, Trident. You're only three fifths of an Aquaman. Anyway, see person math for you. <laughs> Anywho, it's our three year anniversary coming up and we are going to do that in December on December 3rd oh, at 3 p.m. Pacific time, Pacific standard time, specifically standard time. Yeah, so we'll be doing a live stream on our YouTube um, at on, Decem- only gonna on be Sunday, on December third. I don't know how to do more than one live. Yeah, I don't. Think, you can't really do live on podcast networks. So if you're listening to us on a podcast network, definitely check out our YouTube channel where you can see like videos of these. Yeah, you can look at our faces. Um, how exciting! Uh, but we also will be doing a live stream for the anniversary that starts at three p.m. Pacific on Sunday, December third. Yeah. Yep. And we'll we'll do like more announcements and we'll have like a social media shenanery about it. It's gonna be like a whole thing. Um but uh yeah, then we're gonna do that. I don't I don't I don't really ever have a plan. I'm not gonna pretend that I do in some sort of a way or whatever. But um I don't know, whatever. We'll probably answer some questions. It's just gonna be like a hangout. Yeah, we're just gonna chat about some stuff. Whatever new talk plans about, we have. Yeah, talk about our new plans for the next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe an update on the on the uh, teacup bonsais because by then they might actually be in teacups. <laughs> I was gonna do that today, but then you know, hundreds of trips with redwood chips was my instead. <laughs> yeah, well, so, the yard work. I did, had to I did get like done. I did like eight miles of walking today across like a three hundred foot length. Yeah. So yeah, well, the yard work did have to get done and. You know, having the illness definitely set us back in our It did. It plans. did, man. It was bad timing for me. So that's fine. Yeah. Never good timing. So anyway, that's coming up yeah. uh, in just a few weeks. And we really hope that y'all will join us. Yeah. Um, it's and if you a have like a question or topic or like a thing that you want us to talk about, whether it's witchy or non-witchy, I can't begin to fathom what non-witchy questions you would have for us, but... <laughs> Hit us with your best ones. Yeah, hit us with your best questions. Do you have questions about physics? Oh, man, that'd oh, be please so don't. fun. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm reading, no. I, I'm currently in the process of reading the um, um, the Oppenheimer book 
that like made them that like the movies based off of or whatever. So I'm like fired up for physics stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been watching like hour long physics YouTube uh, uh, documentaries like <laughs> every night for the last week. Um, they're very fun. They're very interesting. So, yeah, whatever. If you got like questions or a topic or what have you, let us know. You can reach us everywhere all the time. Shout it into the void. We'll probably pick it up, bro. And um, yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited for uh for the live stream, and it's crazy that we've been doing this for three years. It and is. Uh, I'm excited for year four to begin uh with gusto. Yeah, as it were. So yeah, uh, yeah. I guess with all that being said, um. Thank you. I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. Pub Chat Edition. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, ring the bell, uh, bop it, twist it, and all the other sundry things that we're supposed to do. If you're listening to this on a podcast network, leave a review or whatever. And um, I guess I guess we'll catch you guys next time for more uh, podcastery. And look forward to that live stream. Stay magical, folks. Yeah. And don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. <laughs>